Well, welcome to episode 19 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse. And with me this week, as nearly always, is... Ford Prefect. Um, I mean, <laughs> Karina Tovmasian. Oh, and I'm Steve Morton, as usual. So this, so this episode, we are going to give you every reason you ever imagined to justify having the biggest rings possible in your... Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, as they say. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> we, yours, now, I'm sure you've all been asked at some point, what do you keep in your organiser or what do you write in your planner? Right, absolutely. Or, uh, I don't know what to write in my planner besides calendar dates. What do you keep in there? No, no <laughs> there won't be any, an excuse for any blank spaces after today. That's right. There'll just be cry for larger rings, You'll larger rings. And more paper. <laughs> Download more paper. We could fuel the sale of printer cartridges today, I think. <laughs> Yay, Steve. Let's get on with so, it. Episode 19 is so, going to be a whopper. Where is this leading to, you might ask? So, you have your work life, and we have discussed that to death, more or less, haven't we? You know, how you organise your days and all the rest of it. But I'm sure you all must build in, hopefully, some relaxation time to do other things. Well, we're going to discuss the other things today. All sorts of miscellanea and whatever else fits into the other tab. The stuff that, so that we can cover. All yeah. enjoy. In, you know, we all have our different interests and hobbies and pastimes. Is there? Extracurricular activities, yeah. desires, wishes, lists, that sort of thing. And we have hopefully we're going to cover all sorts of bases because i sort of sat down with my little notebook as i usually do before we do come into a recording and started jotting down the sort of things that you could um you know keep notes of or details of things to hand so you always had that you know this is the the, the you know the center of your life as it were isn't it your planner so rather well, than I mean, to... Steve Steve if we look at it from the point of view of how did Filofax get its name mm. right just let's look at that it's a file of facts mm. so other than the fact that you are planning it you're using your agenda as a planner you can also keep it to maintain a reference of facts mm. now I'm going to discuss these in the order of I've written them down, but don't please don't take this as being the you know the things that you must do because it's just the things that sort of came into my head at the time. Some of them are, or most of them rather, are things that I've you know seen other people do. I don't necessarily follow mm -hmm. the same things myself for various reasons, but you know just to give you some ideas as to um, the sort of things that you you might want to sort of um, record in a, in a separate section or several sections maybe if you've got various interests then you know this sort of thing might appeal to you or you may even end up in with using sort of separate organizers or books or whatever for these various things so starting off at the top i've seen many people um use 
um, a section for the Bible studies. Now, in Japan, I'm sure I've seen somewhere, not seen one recently, I must admit, is you could literally buy a, a copy of the Bible in personal size, printed on very thin paper, which would, would then fit into an actual organiser, you know, the full six-ring job. Yeah, yeah, I think they were selling them on Amazon for a while, mm. though. And that would be nice to just have an entire planner dedicated yeah. to Bible study. And, of course, personal size is known as Bible size in Japan for some reason that, that I'm not aware of, but maybe somebody out there knows the answer to that one. Kim, Kim Kiabu, paging Kim Kiabu. <laughs> would you happen to know why? <laughs> Someone must know. Um, and then, sort of leading on from there, you know, people that do crafting and knitting and and all that sort of stuff. And we were sort of chatting about, you know, how would you use um, sort of information pages? And things that are, we came up with are things like, let's say you're, uh, you do a lot of stuff with sort of knitting and wool and yarn and, and that sort of thing. I'm sure people must buy things store them away and then they when they go to use it suddenly find they need some more of a particular color or whatever it'd be handy to have a like almost like a stock list and where you bought it from i guess right an inventory and i think this would go well for a lot of things that we keep in our daily lives so for example for washi tapes mm. for pens for paper supplies for printing ink cartridges for all of these things that are standardized and we automatically purchase on a monthly or annual or seasonal basis mm. if one would have for example in the knitting example uh, the set of of needles that are used, mm. the sizes, the various yarns, the prices that they were purchased at, and a quick reference guide as to where, which shops in the neighborhood uh, have sales on what on a given day, and that's a wonderful reference sheet to keep and be able to flip to whenever you need and just know, hey, I've got all of this under control. You don't need to go to the website. You don't need to. I mean, yeah, of course, you can always update off the mm. website. But the point is to have all of this information at your fingertips. Right, Steve? Yeah. The thing is, is you would need to remember which website it was, of course. So, of course, yes. if you're anything like me, you've got a brain, you know, memory like a goldfish at times. And so it's always <laughs> handy to have these things written down somewhere. Um yeah, so there's, there's, I'm sure there's loads of things you can do in that area. Uh, patterns, for instance, of maybe things that you want to make in future. You must need to keep them somewhere. Um, so, you know, why not um, dedicate a, a section to them sort of thing? Um, fitness and exercise. I'm sure loads of people keep um, possibly as part of the planner itself a sort of weekly record of um, their fitness exercise, uh, water consumption, all that sort of stuff. We've we've touched on that before. But I'm sure the sort of dedicated sort of keep fit people or you know, more sporting people that are following a um, fitness campaign for sports that they're taking part in would keep, you know, detailed records of you know, their personal sort of times or distances or, or what, whatever, you know, if they're an athlete type thing. Um, or cycling. I actually, I actually keep a separate planner, right? All for exercise and fitness, mm -hmm. and that includes a section of recipes that I'm doing for plant-based recipes, right? And I've been able to print directly off of uh, this the app Paprika mm -hmm. that I use and print it directly onto personal size paper, and so it just pops right into my planner. Excellent. It's outstanding. Yep. 
so um you know there's there's all sorts of um room for that sort of thing i'm sure um i wrote down music now music to me is sort of about more about music collection i'm not someone who makes my own music as it were but i do have uh, some sheet music pages on file of Faxi, if anybody is that way inclined to you know if they are creating music so you could have sheet music in your planner um but it, it, to my way of thinking it, it, it's collections and things so collection what your um music collection is now i know we all tend to use um sort of electronic things for doing that and what have you these days um but at one time i did have um a sort of collection list of the lps i owned and cds that i owned again usual usual problem can't remember which ones i've got and which ones i haven't got you know is it right. this because if they've changed the cover on something you might not remember well that's the same name but is it the same album or not but you know, you can easily. So you could you could eventually do an iTunes list as well. Yeah, the, 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 if you wanted. I think you can actually export export from iTunes the actual lists yeah. and what have you. So that wouldn't be too difficult. Then you'd have something you can sort of carry around with you if you go if you sort of um, go to sort of secondhand music stores or you know boot furs and things. To see which ones you're missing yeah. and see if you can complete your collection. Now we come to a, a, another wonderful favourite of mine, gardening. Um, when to prune things, you know, so you've got like a, a gardening calendar maybe in there somewhere for sort of to remind you when in the year to do certain tasks around the garden. Now, if it's anything like this year, everything's going to be shifted back a few weeks. <laughs> All the rains we've been getting. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, you know, with the gardening calendar, what I'd like to do is I like to incorporate that along with my home binder mm. and because there are seasonal things that happen in the home there's for example the two major cleanings that happen are in the spring and in the fall and i do a semi major cleaning at the end of the year so those can be then juxtapositioned so that they account for the fact that maybe you want to do your gardening and collecting of vegetables and all that prior to the cleanup mm. and then do the cleanup once all of that has been sorted and so you can actually create a seasonal planner or tab for other mm. <laughs> that allows you to have a seasonal bird's eye view of how to run your home and garden. Because mm. usually those that's how they're they're positioned, yeah, and the and the magazines and it's home and garden usually. So if and this would go well for anybody that does Ayurvedic medicine and is interested in eating seasonal foods, mm. that would be an ideal way of keeping track of which fruits and vegetables peak at in which months. Yeah. So that you can then go ahead and collect or or uh, sow and, and um, harvest those mm. according to the seasons. It's also something that people might um, want to start making notes of in the journal, maybe, um, to start, you know, recording when was the first time they cut the grass or when did the um, sort of, the, you know, the blossom on the cherry tree come out or and when it, you know, sort of get some idea uh, about various things and what have you. Um, another one that I came across was um, house searches. Now, once upon a time, we used to do house searches for other people wanting to move to France and what have you. So I've got some templates on things that you would want to make note of. If you're visiting several houses, 
in any one day it's very easy to forget which house was which um in amongst all the details so you've you've got something to sort of quickly scribble down the notes in sort of set boxes sort of thing um so you know it'd be an ideal sort of again a useful thing anyone that's gone house shopping has had that horrible experience of realizing that after house number three you really don't know what you've been looking at anymore so what a nice idea to have a set of templated questions Mm. You can then refer to and ask, and then, as you said, have individual boxes, and maybe even take snapshots with your smartphone yeah. to to uh, marry up along with your notes, so that you can then remember and make as you're making notes, say, right, picture number four was this house or whatever. Mm. That would be a nice way of going about it, so that you have the house buying experience is so dang stressful anyway. Yeah. That just having one less thing to have to think about or keep track of would be so lovely to experience keep everybody on track yeah it's it's one of them things that you know okay hopefully you don't do it too often but it's nice to know that you know someone's been there before and uh, you know they've sort of taken the heartache out of it for you and um you've got a sort of you've armored yourself ready to sort of hit the road with your planner and all the rest of it and you're sort of going in prepared as it were Right. And I say this all the time. It's it's it were, it's worth repeating. What's the point of having information if you can't access it? Mm. Yeah. What's the point of collecting all of these things if you don't know where to find it? And I think another point that we can keep if you're starting to get some ideas on how to fill up your planner with various hobbies and extracurricular activities, create an index or use the tickler file that comes with the address book, mm. the A to Z uh, tabs, to keep that in your index. And so that you can reference and say, well, house hunting would be under homes or real estate mm. or however you want to define it and, and go from there. And that way you can quickly reference the various other sections that get <laughs> grouped together and no one ever knows. What does miscellaneous mean? What does it actually oh. mean? Everything else that's not what it's been defined as. Yeah. It's the junk drawer it's of the, the Filofax. The catch-all. <laughs> yeah, the catch-all. It's the kitchen drawer that no one ever wants to go <laughs> in. <laughs> We all have one of them, I'm sure. Um, pets, health, and vet records is another area. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. We all look after ourselves pretty much, I would think. But keeping a record of when your dog or cat or whatever last had its injections or last went to see the vet and, and, and all the rest of it, that sort of thing can be useful to... Um, keep track of and then obviously you'd put um sort of alerts into your main diary to you know flag up when the next injections due and what have you i'm sure you're you know with onslow and what have you must uh, have loads of these at the moment with him being so young i guess I do, and he's up to date with everything in current, but what's nice is that if we ever take him somewhere where he needs to be puppy sat, it's very easy for me to pull out my planner and show the lady at the reception exactly all the Mm. uh, current vaccinations that he's up on Mm. and have access to his doctor's information, the fax number, the telephone number. All of this information is something I don't want to have to deal with when I'm just dropping him off. So it's lovely to be able to do that, and in fact... Um, I was going 
to make a suggestion. I remember last week or a couple of weeks ago when I was at this event, I was able to pull up an introduction for myself because it was in my planner and I had been keeping this introduction because I never, you never know when you're going to use it. Yeah. And sure enough, this lady didn't have the information. So I said, here, I have an introduction for myself here. You can introduce me this way. <laughs> this is all tremendous, uh, information and you have to kind of think about which direction your life is heading and if you're seeing that you're hitting a wall mm -hmm. in a particular direction or if you're scrambling and if there's not enough time those are all signs that you probably need to stop and reassess and maybe make a section in your planner mm -hmm. to address those needs because if you find yourself scrambling for time or information then that probably might be an indicator that oh well maybe we can create a tab for that particular um category of, of data. Another one I've written down here is recipes. I'm sure we all like gathering together things that, you know, we enjoyed eating or making or what have you. But the thing is, you know, you don't want to sort of have maybe, you know, it might look a little bit sort of cheap having a book to get of sort of pages torn out of magazines and what have you. And I'm sure a lot of people right. gather together recipes from different websites and what have you these days. And, you know, it'd be brilliant to be able to sort of literally just copy and paste or grab in some form some of those articles and what have you and then gather them together maybe in a common A5 size or whichever you use and stick them into your, you know, plan. Maybe in conjunction with um, your meal planning that you yeah, might do absolutely. in the week sort of thing. So, you know, it brings the sort of two things together. You've got whatever it is you're going to have on Friday and you've already got the recipe tucked into your recipe section. And what I've done, and I don't know if this might help some of the listeners. I was initially uh, unsure of how to get about printing my own inserts. And although I haven't figured out how to do the calendric portion of it, I have been able to create templates in Word and in Apple Pages that are set up for A5 and personal size respectively. Mm -hmm. So if I do copy and paste something, I can copy and paste something directly into those templates. And when I hit print, it prints directly into the sizes of the personal size or A5 size or even B5 size. I have that template. And that might be a nice thing to set up for yourself because if you're always putting off, no, I'm going to wait till I can print it out and maybe I'll get there one day someday. Someday doesn't exist on a calendar. I've checked. It's only numbers. <laughs> so <laughs> if you actually want to get this thing done, consider setting up two templates for yourself of this or three templates depending on the sizes you use most. And that way when you do cut and paste something off the internet or if you see something worth retrieving you can just tap right into the template and hit print and off you go you're set and you hole punch it and there you have it yeah i've got these oddball pages in mind you know i things, bet you do for things like you know how to adjust my watch and, and things like that you know, it's stuff that i can't remember easily but i know it's if i've stored it in my planner i've got it to hand whenever i need it which is you know, maybe mostly on sort of trips back to UK or elsewhere where, where I need to change time zones and things. What I've actually got, actually, in one of my A5s, I have the radio interview I did a, a couple of year a year ago, I think it was two years ago. Mm. And, and in case anybody ever needs to interview me about my company, I have all the talking points there <laughs> in radio style so that it's ready to go. Why not? You never mm. know, right? In, uh, what do they say? Opportunity favors the prepared. Right? So be prepared. Be prepared. Now, I'm sure there's, you know, all this 
talking about eating and well some exercise i suppose <laughs> there might be the odd occasion when we wish to be weight watchers and dietary and stuff so that i'm sure there is I, I do know that there are i can't remember what's on them but there's some weight watchers sheets on the in the file section of file effects which you can print off and, and download and what have you and you know you might want to record that sort of information for if you're doing one of the weight watchers things i think that's pretty worldwide i'm not sure but and certainly yeah it is in it's international mm -hmm. um another one reading lists books lists and stuff like that now again okay yes there's goodreads and all the rest of it but i quite often um like to have if i hit on a particular author or a particular series by a particular author i quite like to read them in the order that they've been written not necessarily in a fairly random order so mm -hmm. i'll find the, the book list you know wikipedia or on their own website and just literally create a very simple page with each book being a separate line and literally a couple of columns one to say that i've actually bought the thing and second one to say i've actually read it or not because I, I can read the books, but I can never remember the titles. <laughs> it's terrible. You know, you sort of get, you enjoy, and you might even put your own sort of um, column for sort of star rating, maybe, for, you know, how you rated that book. So you got some rough idea of yeah. which ones you enjoyed. Yeah. And that also leads into being able to create a viable inventory of books for your own home mm. in case you're interested in keeping track of what you own and how often you've gone about reading the books that you own. Mm. Um, that that was something of a huge discovery to me last year when I went about creating that inventory. And I realized that I had read most of the books I owned, but there were some that were lurking in the background and I actually had two, three copies of <laughs> because I didn't realize I kept buying the same book and didn't realize I actually had been tucking in somewhere else. So off they went. Yes, I have, I have since purged, my darlings. I have purged and I now have a current list of the books in my uh, library and I'm very happy to say that they are also being cross-referenced by subject and author. Yes, yes, so I know. So those four copies of beep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I shall not say which one I had three copies of, but <laughs> it was a relatively interesting and informative book. You, you I can, can tell say me it was after a reference the show. Book. <laughs> I will. I, I promise to tell you. You'll laugh. You'll laugh when I tell you the title. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, consider your planner as an extension of all the thoughtlets. I like using that word. It's a word mm. I've created. All the thoughtlets that you have, but you just don't know where to pin them or where to post them. Write them down. And if you see that you have many of the same category, then that would be an indicator of being able to create a tab for mm. that section. So I love the books idea, Steve. Another one I've got here written down is home energy records. You know, right, how much right. electricity, gas. Um, fuel, whichever you're using, or you know, or not necessarily energy, but sort of water uh, details. So you've got a, you know, an ongoing tab. Now, okay, you can do that on a spreadsheet, I'm sure, but it's nice sometimes to have a, a written down record of it somewhere. So, you know, if you're going visiting the office of the electricity supplier or whatever, and you're in negotiation with them as to how much your standing order might be or your direct debit as, as it were um you know if they're changing tariff rates and what have you, you've got a written down version of you know you know what your consumption is on a month-by-month -month basis sort of thing if you want to geek out on this you can create a graph chart yeah 
I've got one of and those. Sh- <laughs> I bet you do, Steve. I could see you frothing at the mouth about this idea. Ooh, yes. Get a graph no chart going and now. show them on a monthly basis where you were and where you're at, and so they can have no recourse, no recourse at all, but to refund you your money. <laughs> You've been looking over my shoulder. I can see. I have. I know. I, I know who I'm dealing with. I know who my friend is. <laughs> Excel is far more exciting than Word any day. <laughs> Hey, whatever. Uh, this is the time, my my darlings out there in the planetverse. This is the time to geek out on whatever it is you geek out. And I think that the concept of geeking out means being absolutely enthralled and enthusiastic about a particular subject, so that you know so much about it that anybody that even begins to question you can't because you are the sole expert on it. So go on, Steve. I got, plan I got away. Some more, but we're, we're not written down, but I, they they come into the head as they always do. Um, which films you've watched? Because again, yeah. I'm terrible at remembering those sort of things. Not necessarily what the film was about, but what it was called, or what films I want to see. Because we all see clips of these things, mm. and then we get stumped as to what was it called, or who was in it even. And you know, you're going around, you're banging your head against the wall, sort of sometimes, you know, as to what it was, or what you want to see in the future. Um, and it's Again, it's re- reducing that um, reliability on of your own memory by yeah, writing it Yeah, it reduces down. mental clutter. It reduces yeah. mental clutter so that your brain can actually breathe. So, it, it, to me, it's all about maximizing your enjoyment of your hobbies and pastimes and your relaxation tasks. And you should never be embarrassed by whatever they are. You should enjoy... Thank you, Steve. You Thank should, you for saying that. You should enjoy them to the full and ignore what anybody else thinks about whatever it is you do. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's not you know, not your problem basically, it's their problem if, if yeah, they find exactly. it funny or whatever. Because I must admit it, it floors people. They say, well, what are you doing these days? And when you when you mention organizers they go uh, uh, they don't know. They don't know how to sort of take that conversation <laughs> forward. Oh dear, what a shame! <laughs> well, I, I happened to just share that with a uh, women's networking group I was mm. just at prior to this uh, podcast recording, and the minute I said that I am the local planning and organizing expert, all the women mm. lit up. They said. Oh my God! Can we see what's inside your planner? And I was, I, yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, you can. Take a seat, ladies. This is going to be very well, well worth your dime. But it, it, you know, aside of planning and all that sort of stuff we do, there are lots and lots of hobbies and pastimes out there. Yeah. Um, I, People so, who play chess on a consistent basis. I, I jokingly I mentioned the Dolmen's mm. Club, Club of yeah, Great yeah. Britain, but, and some of their hobbies I love them. are quite outlandish, maybe. But, There's the Cloud Appreciation Society, of which I'm a member. Yeah. Uh, mm. It goes on and on and on. I can track the clouds in my yeah. planner if I want. But the, the biggest thing about that is is people, you know, they don't take necessarily take themselves serious, but they take their hobbies serious. And that's, that's the important thing for me is if you're going to take something serious and you're going to dedicate a big, a reasonable chunk of time to doing it, then why not dedicate a portion of your planner to that 
interesting pastime, whatever it yeah. might be. Yeah, I, I recently joined Toastmasters International, and part of Toastmasters, one needs to give a, a set of 10 speeches. Mm. Well, I've got my speeches ready and printed in my planner because in case a book ever gets lost of that was that's tracking to make sure that you get your certificate at the end, yeah. I've got my planner all ready to go. I know on what date I said what speech, and there's the speech in the in content to be able to prove that. That's a fabulous mm. way of being able to get your life in order and get things under control so that you don't feel that the whole cart is just getting away from you. Mm. And there's a, another sort of aspect, I suppose, to life. Is, you know, there's a lot of people um, that dedicate their um, spare time to doing charity work and voluntary yeah. work. Uh, yeah. Again, that, that, that in itself would sort of merge into sort of certain aspects within your sort of weekly planning and no doubt you don't have information you need would need to record elsewhere something sort of and you might want to keep it separate from you know your normal sort of contacts and stuff like that right so steve what's in your to-do list what's for next week what's in my week? to-do list this week it's, show me it's so oh, it's not as full as last week that's he good said. Oh, look, as usual, oh, I have to take a screenshot. Hold oh, on. no, here we go. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> got it. <laughs> but um, it's getting sort of better each each week, I'm finding now, as far as being able to um, allocate my time in a more sort of um, time-ordered manner. Um, and, you know, sort of keeping things under control. The usual problem of trying to remember what day of the week it is, but apart from that... <laughs> Typical Steve. Yeah. Mr. Filofax, he doesn't know what day of the well, week it is. I have to look is. at a calendar that's automatically updated. It's like the cobbler's the kids that have the worst shoes, yeah, right? <laughs> something like that. But no, it, it's sort of coming together. I, I use it now more for trying to plan ahead as far as I can. Mm. And, you know, as a prompt more than anything else as to thinking mustn't forget to do that mustn't forget to do that and it's been a fantastic help these last few weeks for certain i'm glad and my to-do list i actually have a to-do list that's going out 10 years and i'm working on the next 30 days the next 60 days the next 90 days and then the next two years Mm -hmm. the next five years and the next 10 years of my business cycle so i'm actually setting up what expectations I have and which milestones I hope to hit and working backwards from there to be able to set that up in my planner. And as you know, I've been using my DIY Fish mm. version 5 inserts in my personal medium-sized Mia Cara Gilio. And I am absolutely in love with this system. I can't speak highly enough of it. And that'll be a whole other episode we'll have to do. You'll have to because- tell us all about that. Yeah, this is just really, uh, my mind is blown. I am uh, mind blown. That's all I have to say. So where can we find you this week on the net? You can find me at Karina Tovmasi on everything. Instagram.com and the Streamlined Life on Facebook. Where can we find you, Steve? And as usual, I'm on filofaxi.com and travelersnotebooktimes.com. This has been the dullest program so far and we shall endeavor to make it duller yet.